You're listening to the news and why it matters on demand. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, We have two very special guests in studio today. We have Lauren Chen, Roaming Millennial. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for being here with uh, Blaze Media, Blaze TV. We're so excited to be partnering with you. And we have Chad Prather. Hey. Hello, Chad Prather. Hello. It's good to be with you guys. It's good for you to be back. It's good to be back. I don't even know how I got here today. I just suddenly showed up and it was like, ah, y'all had an empty seat sitting here. Let's talk about things. Yeah. So now you're a hat salesman? hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. These guys. And by the way, yeah. <laughs> See, not a good look. Great yeah. look. Yeah. Uh, and Sells themselves. Really quickly, tell people where they can find you. They can find me at watchchad.com. There's nothing vain at all about that web address. Yeah. No. We're touring around the country. We do about 90, 95 uh, comedy tour shows a year. The Star Spangled Banter Comedy Tour. And we will be in Dallas, Fort Worth, and Grand Prairie tomorrow night, December 6th. Now awesome. tell me, the Grand, what is it called? The Grand, the what? The theater at Grand Prairie now. No, 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 but I mean, was, uh, what's the name of the show? The, oh, Star the Star Spangled Banter. Banter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I take it there's a lot of anti-American stuff in it. Yeah, yeah we, you know, it's yeah. very uh, unpatriotic. Yeah, yeah, you know, is. we don't do anything like that. <laughs> Between the me. hat mm-hmm. and the stars yeah. banter, right. yeah. you should know. Very unpatriotic. People no. always ask, you know, they say, is it a political show? And I say, well, yes and no. I mean, you, Washington's writing the jokes. We might as well tell them. Yes. So let's just do it. And it's, But it's an American show. So are you having a hard time finding the line on jokes now? Because... Jokes really are best when it's an exaggeration right. of something. Right. But how do you exaggerate? Now you're doing it. We live in the yeah. onion. Yeah. yeah. We live in the hyperbole. Everything yeah. is is seemingly satire yeah. these days. Right. But you know, I've always been one who poked the bear. I don't. You know, I'm an observational humorist. I'm sort of a modern day on a conservative side, Will Rogers, that just looks at reality and says, "Wow, this is funny." You can sum up everything I say with one question, and it's one word. Really. And that's what I see when I look at the news today. Right. All right. Let's get into top stories. Glenn, what was the top story? Uh, Top story for me has to be the the merger between MasterCard and uh, Microsoft and completely unrelated to the merger between Microsoft and the U.S. government. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm very sure. Lauren. Um, so obviously nativity scenes are coming up and uh, apparently some people are deciding, hey, like, did you know that? Jesus actually had two dads, and I've even seen one with two moms. So we're getting all kind of a creative activism coming out with with Christmas. So that's huh. Jesus did kind of have two dads. In yeah, a day. <laughs> not, not, not quite the ones they were thinking of with yeah. these uh, with these scenes. He's kind of the only one that did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure that that's what they meant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys turned on the news today, but apparently there was a major event in the funeral of George H. W. Bush, and of course, like every other news cycle that goes on, it can't be about the man who passed away and was the 41st president of the United States, it has to be about Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Yes, of course. All right, got a lot to get into. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Ridiazone. Uh, Okay, so you guys have not been here to see my fat picture. Oh, she shows this every time we have somebody that comes in from the outside. (laughs) I can't wait to show you. Okay, so Ridiazone is, it helps you lose weight. It's It's a capsule that contains the good molecule in olive oil. So it boosts your metabolism and it helps you feel full longer. I used to weigh 100 pounds more. She's one of those um, people. So, yes, if you can guess 
guess which oh, one mom. which one that is. Isn't that crazy? She'd look at her, then look at the picture. There's like see, see I'm a comedian and it so much hits my brain at one time and I have to be like this. You're getting married in three weeks. Has your, your fiance you know? seen this? Does he, he know what you're He's capable the one who's of? Putting it up on the screen in the control room, so he knows. He's right now going, Yes, I do. But that's my mom though. But that's my mom, so that's that those are my genes also. Yeah. That's my mom next to me. See? So <laughs> Okay. He's weighing the odds here. Yeah, okay. But uh, so Ridley's own, I, I lost the weight and I was having trouble with cravings because, you know, you do the yo-yo diets and it's really hard when your metabolism sucks. And Ridley's own was what I found. I take it religiously uh, and it really helps with, with cravings and with boosting the metabolism. So you can go to ridleyzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com and use promo code THEBLAZE to get 30% off of a three-month supply. We did the math for you. It's $1.39 a day. There's no reason not to do it. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Get it before the new year. All right, Glenn. So I'm not worried about you know, 1984 being reality at all. <laughs> in China, it's going to be 1984, but here it won't. Here it will be Brave New World. And we'll just all accept it with open arms because everything is so easy and so wonderful. And here, just take another pill and make that go away. So uh, today, uh, MasterCard and, um, and uh, Microsoft announced a merger. Now, I just want just to read this. They're going to do something new. Um, and they say, you know, it's really hard because you have to have ID everywhere you go, everywhere. You, not you voting, know. though. So not that's voting. Right. Although they do say here, they voting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Voting, driving, applying for a job, renting a home, getting married, boarding a plane, buying a house. What do all these things have in common? You need to prove your identity. But now, in partnership with Microsoft, we're working to create a universally recognized digital identity. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know how we all said that we would never do a national ID card because we thought, uh oh, that's kind of spooky. I think uh, Hitler might have done that. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't have one of those. Don't worry about it. MasterCard and Microsoft are doing it for us. So we'll be able to have a national ID card under MasterCard. And I like this. Voting, driving, applying for a job, renting a house, buying a house, getting married, boarding a plane. What do these all have in common? I know. Uh, what the system in China is stopping people from doing who fall out of the, mm -hmm. uh, of the uh, favor with the government. Mm -hmm. They're building the same things. We're just packaging it differently here in the United States. I, 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 I would cut up my MasterCard right now over this news, and here's why. They've already, you know who Robert Spencer is? Mm -hmm. Robert Spencer's not a radical. He's a pretty reasonable guy. I don't agree with everything he says, but who, who do you agree with everything? Sure. He's a reasonable guy who has briefed presidents about Islam. He was deplatformed, and the first time I ever heard of, of uh, a bank or anybody else deplatforming, MasterCard. They took him and they cut him out. They will not do any business. No banks that run MasterCard will run anything through for him. You can't do that. You can't do that. And this is what they're creating. Mm. And I just uh, think maybe we should pay attention. Lauren, is this uh, absolutely terrifying to you? I mean, I think so. And someone who has actually, you know, I have family that's still in China. Um, 
this is not good. I mean, I, I don't know that it should even be necessary to say, hey, this is kind of why I don't want these mega banks like having access to literally every single thing that I do, you know, like uh, voting, especially with them trying to digitize voting as well. It's like, I mean, are we just going to give up and say, yeah, MasterCard presents the election at some point to just make it easier for them? Um, and it's, it's scary because I think a lot of people are like, oh, but it's easier. So it's like, you know, freedom, liberty, guarding against authoritarianism and totalitarianism or easy, right? right. That's such a hard There's that's such no a hard way. thing for my generation. I it don't is. know why. It is. It's hard for how us old, on the show too sometimes. How old are you? 45. Okay. 45. So you're kind of in my age range. I'm I'm 53 or 50. I don't even know. I'm an old man now, <laughs> but you're you're behind me about 10 years, so you might remember when we all used to say I'd never give my fingerprint to the US government. Right. We gave it to Apple. We were just like, yeah. oh, yeah, but this is easy. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Now, on the and other we don't s- think twice about right, it either. Don't think even twice. <laughs> uh, now we're all like, look, my phone will unlock with my face. I mean, people are bringing in wiretaps to their home, i.e. Alexa and Google Home, so they don't actually have to take a remote and change the channel. Right. Like, that's all it took, apparently, And we us. know it's listening all the time. Because that's what it's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. That's- Hitler would be... Hitler right now is like, Thrilled. oh, I was just like... <laughs> 70 years early. This close. close. <laughs> Listen, we have a security system in my home that listens to us. I have two Alexis. I have uh, I have a Google. Yesterday, my wife was on a business telephone call, and I could see the Google on the, on the fireplace just flashing, flashing, and it bugged me. And I said, hey, Google, turn off. I'm sorry. That function is not available right now. Ah! So, oh, my gosh. So it's crazy. You know, we used to say that we would never allow a microchip to be implanted in our skin or oh, something like that. What do we have now? We have a chip that you have to insert every time you use a credit card. Mm -hmm. So imagine if they started applying. Just the other day, the CEO of of Apple says, well, it's a sin to say this and to say that and say that you should be banned from social media platforms. What happens when you go to make a charge at a store, buy food for your family or anything like that, and suddenly that chip is declined? Because let's face it, every keystroke, every Google search, everything that you've done, everything that you've requested from the music you listen to to the news you research has been recorded. They've got it. Well, there's a new bill in uh, the uh, in the uh, uh, state house of New York for gun safety right where if you want to buy a gun the bill says you have to submit to a three-year search of everything that you've ever written online so you have to turn over all of your passcodes and they're gonna search for everything online about you are you kidding me Mm-hmm. This is the Chinese system. Right. And I, I brought this up to liberals who support this and like what this is just common sense. Like, you know, there have been so many like dog whistles of other shooters we could have prevented. And it's it's not so much that I think that someone who goes around threatening, let's say, Jews online should be able to buy a gun. But the question is, who decides what's hate speech and what's mm-hmm. not? Right. Some New York bureaucrat. Is that what the founding fathers like had envisioned when they said, you know, shall not be infringed? Do I think, don't think so. Let me ask you this. Do you think. If we had this system, the uh, the King of England would have let our founders have access to anything. Mm-hmm. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Of course not. This is it's all common sense until you're on the other side of it, and everybody should pay attention to the left and how they are just chopping people's heads off on the left. I can't wait until I have permission to tell you who I met with that used to be in the Obama administration, and he's a radical you know you were there okay and it's a total radical right yes he said to me 
I'm, a, I'm out. I'm not radical enough. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, I'm not radical enough. I'm out because I, I'm not keeping pace with the change that they want. And I disagree with the change. This guy is the king of radicals. He's out. People should pay attention because it's going to be a very a small, you know, all communist parties usually end up this very small people that get to use that fast lane on the road. Yeah. Well, we've talked about 1984. It's time for everybody to brush up on their Huxley. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. Uh, before we get into Jesus apparently having two dads. Apparently he was a lot more, it was a lot more diverse than we thought. In, yeah. yeah. Okay, like, that's that old ancient Jewish, Judea. Yeah. Those yeah. ancient Jewish those, communities, I mean, yeah. they were so they were, accepting. They were wild. <laughs> oh, man, the parties there were crazy. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll get into that. Synagogues, man. You never, it's got sin in the name. <laughs> Give us the uh, more modern version of uh, the baby Jesus, Lauren. Right. So everyone, of course, on social media is posting their awesome Christmas displays. And it's funny because certain posts are standing out and actually, you know, somewhat going viral. And uh, it's posts where Jesus has two fathers, not in the way I think Christians might think, but (laughs) two, I guess, homosexual lovers who are raising him. Um, I've also there's also one where it's two lesbian Marys and these are going up. And, you know, it's funny go through the comments, people who I can bet, bet a bottom dollar would never ever say anything positive about any nativity scene. All of a sudden you tack on two gay Josephs or Marys and they're all uh, suddenly for Christmas. So I don't hate anybody, uh, of, of course not, but at the same time, this is not what happened. Yeah, it's just not <laughs> factual. not what happened, and you know yeah. what? I mean, look at that. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, in, the, in those days... <laughs> Uh, the the uh, ancient uh, Jews were surprisingly progressive. Yeah, <laughs> no, they really were. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, they must have been taking a really great census there in Bethlehem for yeah. them to have yeah. to report on that. And you want to talk about an immaculate conception. Right. Let me right. tell you. And birth. That is a and, miraculous And gestation birth. period. How did I, the baby appear? I believe that Mary could have been overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and, and, and been with child, as the scripture says, much quicker than I can believe <laughs> yeah. that Joseph and Paul, uh, you know, whatever his name might have yeah. been, and Roy, what, what's Joseph and Roy. so ironic to me is that these are people who like claim to like love feminism and stuff. And what they're doing, they're literally replacing one of the most central figures in Christianity who happens to be a woman and replacing her with a man. Like, is yeah, that? But, the, but on other things, they get rid of the man. And so it kind of evens out, doesn't yeah, it? Because exactly. yes, you got two in one yard and two in the other yard. Just It's modern. And it's, it's just upsetting to me because, I mean... You you just got to know they would never do this to any other religion, right? I mean, can you imagine anything? I don't to know if you would survive if you did that. No, to you wouldn't. No, you would not. And they know. I think they yeah. know that. And even if even if there weren't the threat there, it's just they they see Christianity as sort of like any like represents Western values that they hate, you know, family values and things like that. And so it's fair game. It's just, it's just frustrating that Christmas has like now become another reason to I guess attack Christians when it should be about just you know family and it's, things like it, that even if you're not a Christian and it's not even just religion uh, that it's become that they're attacking it's also just politics as well uh, I saw another picture of a nativity scene with the baby and I think we have this it's the baby Jesus and he's in a cage. And there is, there is a, a there's a yes because oh. we he has tried to immigrate over with his parents 
and we have put him in a cage, and there is a border wall of Christmas oh, yeah. lights where the wise men are trying to get in, and they can't get in because we are keeping them out. Keeping the wise men out. Well, I've looked at the pictures of Tijuana now that the caravan's kind of backed off, and let me tell you, those folks didn't look too wise. They left a mess <laughs> behind I mean, them. I didn't see any gold frankincense. Well, there might have been some frankincense or myrrh. I'm not sure. But, uh, no, they weren't uh, wise men or kings. Uh, and I like the fact that Jesus is in a little puppy cage. I think that's a little puppy cage, isn't it? <laughs> yes. A little teeny puppy cage, which yes. is, is uh, it's always great, too. Yeah, I mean, because, again, it's not based in fact. They no. were not immigrants. They were coming back for the census. And they definitely weren't coming back illegally. Right, which exactly. Is, that was where they belonged. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Do you? They were trying to follow the law. Can you imagine? I mean, I don't want to be sacrilegious here, but uh, you know that they're still people. Can you imagine what Mary was saying on the back of that donkey the whole way there? <laughs> I mean, I, I, my wife's had four children. Yeah. I ain't putting her on the back of the donkey right before she's no. given birth because she's not happy. No. Yeah. She's not happy. I've got five kids, and, and the battery was dead on, on the vehicle when my wife went into labor with one of our children. And let me tell you, just having to take the time to jump off the battery was bad. And then I was praying, dear Lord, baby, crate train Jesus, help me get out of this. It was bad. But you know, women have been one of the central figures of Christendom. And so, as you said, to eliminate Mary or Mary Magdalene or Jesus appearing in the garden, you know, after the resurrection to a woman, that is one of the things that has been one of the significant defenses and apologetic aspects of, of Christianity is the, the central focus and the importance they put on women. You know, Jesus looks at a woman who's caught in adultery and says, let those of you who have never sinned cast the first song. And so now here you're taking this thing and you're making it almost like here in the first century uh, Palestine in, in, you know, Judah. It, this is going on. It's absolutely the ludicrous. That, the fact that Mary Magdalene followed the men that, that's not done. That wasn't done then. You know, the, 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 the fact that um, the women play such a central role, even on Mars Hill. When Paul goes to Mars Hill, there were only two people. One said, come back, and a woman. You didn't mention a woman. Why do you mention a woman there? Women were inconsequential. No, no, no. But we can't handle that. We can't handle, you know, the first century. And as, dare I say it, progressive as the New Testament is, um, especially if you look at it first century right, Judea, time, right. yeah, it was crazy progressive. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. This is great. Yes, Chad. Okay, so Chad, I asked Chad off air if he knows what this is. He no, said, I no. don't. I, I, w I want to be educated. Yes. So what is the, yeah. what's the main thing to, to really be a good shot? You already said it. We were talking off air about uh, women. Women are better shooters. Well, I think, I think women have a, I think it's a universal deal. They have more finesse muscles. They're a little more easy. Men want to get into the gun and grab it and, you know, muscle yeah. through it. And it throws us off target. Right. So it's trigger control, especially mm -hmm. trigger control. Trigger control, man, I don't want to go to the range and just shoot off, you know, $200 worth of, 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 of shells. So iTarget Pro is this thing where you take your iPhone and you put it in front and then you put a target in your living room, you put like a bullet, it's a laser, and it doesn't show the laser, so it's no laser sighting. And uh, you can sit across the room. Yeah, right up here. You sit across the room and you shoot, and it shows on your phone where you're shooting. 
it's it's like going to the range without spending a dollar on the range, spending a dollar on bullets, and it's great just for t- trigger control. Yeah. Now look, I'm already I've been on this show for 15 minutes, and I'm already spending my money I'm buying a Target for the living room. I'm buying pills to make me skinny. <laughs> okay, well, but we're giving you promo codes so you can save money. I need the promo codes. Right. Give them to me. So itargetpro.com, you get free shipping and 10% off if you use promo code news. All right, itargetpro.com. You got to get you one. Oh, I'm going to today. Okay, all right. Uh, You know what? I want to get into HW, but let's go ahead and take a break first before we do that. George H.W. was uh, he was laid to rest today. I know his funeral was today. Right. Well, he was not no, laid to rest. Not laid to rest yet. No, he's got another funeral he's here got, in yeah. Texas. That's right. That's the thing about being president, especially that's living that long. Lot. You got to have a lot of funerals. Yeah. So that's the deal. And I don't mean to make light of it, but it's it's, it's true. It's you know, it's got to be hard. It's got to be so hard on the family. Yes. Yeah. You You're have to plan the. Yeah. You have to plan the whole thing. You have to. You don't really have any say in that. I'm guessing. Yeah. It's a state funeral. You you had the you know you had the howitzers at the airport when he took off the howitzers when he lands the howitzers when he is put in state the howitzers when he's gone then the the funeral itself today and then another one I can you imagine the agony the 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 family is going through I I grew up in the state of Georgia in the deep south man that's a lot of potato salad you got to deliver over a period of week I'm telling you because you have a funeral you got to eat you know and everybody's gonna come back over the house and hang out. So I imagine the Bush family hasn't had a lot of sleep. But, you know, so today was a state funeral ceremony, and tomorrow they'll do one in Houston. Of course, they loaded him back on Air Force One, which I thought was a gracious move on the part of President Trump to send Air Force One and to bring the body. And, and, you know, it's been interesting to watch this because even in the midst of, you know, I saw someone on social media today to say, well, it's not often you see a former president eulogize his father, who was also a former president. I was like, no, you've never. (laughs) You've never seen it. But we saw it today. And so... Of course, in a historic moment like that, you would think that that would be the thing that gets the central focus. But no, of course, it has to be the body language of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. How did they react to one another when? Oh, shut up! It's crazy. That's all the headlines are talking about is how when Melania and and President Trump came in and had their seat, he reached over and he shook hands with with Barack Obama. He shook hands with Michelle Obama. She looked on her face as though it stung, like it literally, like like touching a cross if she's a vampire. And I'm not saying she's a vampire, (laughs) but but it felt like you know she put her hand in acid. And then of course Mm. Hillary never even looked over. Bill kind of and we do have that clip. Yeah. Can we watch you know, it? Yeah, let's, let's watch it. it. They're a long way away. I mean, and who do you stop with? Yeah, right. It's Bill. Get that with the concierge, please. But Harry is not even acknowledging. Obama seemed polite. Yes. And, and Bill so looked Bill, like he was, looked like he Bill wanted was polite to. Too. Yeah, Hillary, Hillary was just like look over. Nope. But what television. do you? Do? But what? I mean, how far? How far do you go? How far do you go yeah. down the? You know. Yeah. The, I mean, uh, Rosalind Carter didn't shake his hand either. Right. So, and she was on the very <laughs> right. end. Right. You know, and I Jimmy mean, Carter. So I, I get that, and and that would be where again, if we live in the world of sanity. We all understand that. That is just, you don't start shaking hands of everybody all the way down no. the aisle. But that's what everybody that would have wants been to grand, talk about. That would have been grandstanding. Right. They if would he, have said, if he'd have uh, walked over in front and went all the way down the aisle, right. 
you know, but that's 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 a way a sane person thinks. D- today's news media <laughs> and the and the thing that has to consent continually exacerbate every situation that comes up. They have to make it about Trump. Can you imagine the eyeballs and the pressure constantly on Donald Trump? And and, and look, the guy's obviously he's immune to PCs, immune to so much of the media. But I, the scrutiny. I, I don't want to go to the bathroom in a public stall at the airport if the lock's broken. <laughs> I, I'm paranoid. This guy, it does, doesn't matter what he does, it's all about him. You know who I really feel bad for is Melania. Yeah. Yeah. I think she is one of the most maligned uh, first ladies. She has not done anything wrong. She hasn't inserted herself in anything. And I, I think she's, I mean, a great example of how to be, you know, someone who is graceful, uh, fashionable, and, you know, in a modest, respectable way. She does humanitarian work. I don't know what else she could do. She's an immigrant. They should love that. Right. But because she's attached to Donald Trump, it's like, no. And, and the fact that she is, and I don't want to make this about her beauty, but she's a model. She is Stunning. The way when she took that Africa trip, it was like she was traveling with Ralph Lauren. Right. Mm-hmm. Not a cover. Nobody says anything. In fact, they denigrate the way she looks. Yeah, but Awful. have you seen Michelle Obama's arms? Oh, I know. Those are <laughs> fabulous. I mean, Those are fabulous come on. arms. She they works are. out all the yeah. time. Yeah. Very when she dances with Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got more to come in overtime, so stay tuned. We'll see you in a minute. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Talking about the funeral of George H.W. Bush and the treatment of the media um, in their their portrayal of everything. Lauren, uh, you mentioned a tweet from Slate. Right. So Sully, the service dog, of course, he's been getting a lot of attention for being just a general good boy. Um, Someone at Slate, who I'm guessing is just not a happy person in in Mm -hmm. their own lives, Mm -hmm. uh, wrote something about how, oh, you know, he wasn't actually a lifelong companion. No, duh. The the dog was dog isn't immortal. Exactly. (laughs) Um, You know, he was just a service dog who's technically just an employee that had only been with him for six months. Um, The kind of person that looks at people, um, you know, admiring a service dog and the connection he had uh, with, with the person he was helping and overseeing and wants to crap on that (laughs) i don't know what kind of wheels would be turning in your head where you think that's a good take but i think it just goes to show that when it comes to i mean just the bush family in general they they don't want to give any sort of positivity to that even even at the end i didn't see the actual funeral um but i will bet you you compare this even to the john mccain funeral there was no mention of there were no mention of any you know look how hard Donald Trump was on the bushes. I mean, he tore Jeb apart. He even went, he went after George, and then he even went after George H.W. Mm-hmm. In, in horrific ways, horrific ways. I can guarantee you, I haven't even watched it. I've seen the video. I'll bet you there was no even illusion to him. No, there's no double meanings, nothing. That's just who they are. They're above it. And that's why the president should be above all of this stuff. And I, I watched George Bush today. And, um, you know, I've, I've been with George W. Bush. Um, and I don't know him. I wish I did. I don't know him. But I've been with him a couple of times. And I've, I've been with H.W. Um, several times. And they're just normal, decent people. 
And, you know, you look at George Bush, George W. Bush, he's a happy guy. You know, I'd like to be as happy as he is. And uh, he even reached over and gave a gift to Michelle. I mean, think of, I'm sure he didn't go out and buy it, but think of the, he thought of someone else this week. So he reaches over and he gives gives Michelle a, a gift at his father's funeral. And as I'm watching it, and he is standing there, as they're bringing the casket down the stairs, and he is standing there, and he has his chin up, and he has this frown on his face. And I've seen it from him all week, and it hit me today. I've seen it one other time. And it's the same look, except more pronounced. And it was that moment. It was the moment that uh, they told him that the towers were under attack. And, uh, you know, everybody mocked him for that. And for the last week, I saw him frowning and biting his lip of, of just stay cool, stay cool. That happened to be for, what, four or five minutes he had to stay cool? Yeah. It's been half a week so far. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I want to move on to uh, something a little more light, just lighten up the show a little bit. Chad, <laughs> Veggie Tales Ooh. are really, really racist. I, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that um, Veggie Tales, which if anybody doesn't know Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, of course, is the Christian cartoons that they use well, vegetables. Yeah, right. They're, it's Christian, so obviously it's racist. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chad. my two dads. You know, yeah. it's, it's got to be. <laughs> but you know? how, could, how, how is it racist? Because I, I was under the impression that as vegetables. They had no race. Yes, thank you. Well, obviously. Their explanation, the explanation. So, so apparently, uh, oh gosh, what was the school? I'm going blank. But it, it, they did a they did a, a, a seminar on the dangers of whiteness. And one of the examples good, that they good. used, they said that in Veggie Tales, the bad guys are usually the darker vegetables, oh, and they God. usually speak with an accent. So, therefore, they're white supremacists. So, hey. What is a darker vegetable? That's well, I, um, an eggplant. Like a, like oh, a garlic. Okay. Oh my yeah. gosh! Because there was oh, Mr. Lunt. Oh my gosh! Did you say eggplant? <laughs> that is that, that is, is racist. That is racist. That uh, I swear to you, in in the uh, Italian <laughs> culture up in the Northeast, I don't remember what the word is, uh, but it it means eggplant. And it is the racist word. It's yeah. a very niche dog whistle, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. There's like I've a community of about <laughs> 5,000 people that are very, they know exactly what you're saying. Uh, God bless the microaggressions. Yes. You got to love it. No, Mr. Lunt, if I'm remembering right, is a garlic. He speaks with a Hispanic accent and he's a garlic, so he stinks. Oh, mm. I'm really offended at Plot that. Plot thickens. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But I also really love garlic, so. Yeah, I'm on the Super keto food. diet now. I'm eating Me nothing too. but meat. I'm so offended by vegetables, I'm only eating meat. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Uh, all right, the transgender Miss Universe contestant is now the odds-on favorite to win. And she has a message for not only Trump, but the world. Um, so she was asked by Time if the inclusion of a transgender contestant in this year's competition would send a message to Trump because, after all, he was the former owner of Miss Universe. And she, she Shim, said more than a message. Shim? I'm going to offend someone yeah. if I say it one way or the other, so I'm just trying she, to. She, she, not see? cisgender, I don't know. I would not <laughs> know that, that 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 person used to be. No, he's, right? he's totally hot. Yeah. He's smoking. He is, he is smoking he's a good-looking dude. Well, he, he did have the surgery, I'll, I'll have you know, just okay. in case you were wondering. Okay, so he's non-gender. Wow, we have gotten really and good hormone surgery. therapy. Like, yes. As a society, we are killing it. 
So uh, we are. she said more than a message to him, it would be a win for human rights. Trans women have been persecuted and erased for so long. If they give me the crown, it would show trans women are just as much women as cis women. Well, I got I got a show in Vegas, and I'm putting money on that dude right there to win it, bring it all home. I'm wow. just I'm not yeah. familiar with the human right to be a beauty queen. I was not aware <laughs> that that is a thing. I mean, like I'm all for human rights, like them a lot, but that is a new one. Yeah. I mean, no. where where is when, when is our chance? Exactly, when is our turn? Absolutely going to win, mm-hmm. and it will be for she. Yes. She can come on stage and be like. And this is my talent. And she'd still win. She'd absolutely still win. Yeah, hands down. That's like Ocasio-Cortez the other day saying that uh, climate change is going to create racial, you know, bringing, bringing together the races and yes. all of that. So it's, who knows why it's that. connected? Yeah, just who knows everything. why any of it's connected? But I also, go ahead. But I mean, with this, it's kind of funny because, you know, this is to prove that trans women are the same as cis women. I don't think anyone has denied that, yes, you can reach a point of surgery and bodily alterations where you can look like whatever you want, mm-hmm. right? No one's denying that. We could probably turn someone into something that looked like a dolphin if we tried. The that's, lady, the cat lady in right, New York, or the, 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 the one lady, or the yeah. Barbie lady. Yeah. The, the that's DNA, probably DNA one of Jesus' dads. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I, I feel, what more so, people are concerned about. Right? As a woman, I mean, how do you... Wait a minute. A dude who just had surgery is now competing against you. Oh, I'd you. be pissed. Yeah. It's your time to, to, and this person is going to win, mm-hmm. most likely, just because of political correctness. Yes. Or, in, here in Texas, there is this, this boy transitioning to a girl. He's not finished, but taking you know, hormones and everything else. He's on the girls' wrestling team. Mm-hmm. Well, well, of that's course winning, he's winning, winning every time. Hell out of everybody. Yeah, winning everybody. Well, we, we talk about this whole the controversy surrounding trans athletes a lot on our show, and yeah. apparently it is now progressive and accepting to let biological men go and beat up women. That's yes. that's what you need to be okay with if you're like buying into all of this wow. thing. Yeah, right. right. Whether it's MMA, wrestling, whatever, you need to say like, oh, you whatever you call yourself, I believe you. Have at our women. Just, just knock them around. Beat them up. Go for you know, it. I thought that whenever they gave Woman of the Year to Caitlyn Jenner, that that was the ultimate objectification of women because it really was an insult to women. It was not It was not something that was praising women in any way, shape, or form. It said, hey, we're going to look at the outward side of, of the human body, and we're going to make this person who is not a biological woman Woman of the Year. This may even take the case. I, I have to tell you, I felt when when... Bruce Jenner came out and said, I have felt trapped my whole life. My heart broke sure. for him. Of Absolutely. Course, yeah. Just broke for him. But now that we get into dead naming and you can't say, I mean, isn't this, isn't this dead naming? To say that she used to be a man, that should not even come up in this. The Miss Universe should not, if you want to talk about dead naming, which is a great sin we should all be executed for, you shouldn't know or mention that she was anything other than her and whatever she claims to be in her name now. It, you're, otherwise, you're dead shaming. Yeah. Well, where's the standard? I also found it interesting. Uh, she says that she has identified as female since the age of three. 
So I don't even have memories, I don't think. I think I wanted to be a dinosaur when I was three. I feel like identity is real flexible. Yeah, you need a parent to just tell you, no, sweetheart, that's not what you are. Well, the good news news is you can claim to be a dinosaur and you'll be a dinosaur (laughs) today. You can. You can. Congratulations. It's my my human right. (laughs) It is. It is a human right. I was three or four, I might have tried on my mother's shoes. I mean, just true confessions. (laughs) Oh, my son does that. Of course. I have to tell you. I have to tell you. they just threw out, court just said that you could not lower your age. Yes. Why? Why not? Yeah. Right. That's a Everything else is fluid. Did, did you see the article of the guy who was 69 who wanted to be 49 because on the dating website he felt like he could get more action. <laughs> right. Yeah. He was 49 instead of 69. So why couldn't you say that? Why not? Why couldn't you say you're 49? Seriously, it is a social construct. The only reason is because of the sun. Right. We made that up. And different cultures measure age differently. In some places, everyone's birthday is like at the beginning of the year. And it's like, it's actually very arbitrary. It really depends on if the earth is truly flat or donut shaped. We don't know. I haven't heard the donut shaped one, but (laughs) we're going to skate past that. All right. Uh, remember, you can tweet us your comment or question using the hashtag TheBlazeY. That is W-H-Y for you podcast listeners. Sumi just wants to give a comment, Glenn. Uh, considering what China is doing with surveillance, what if identity confiscation forced gender change if we become like China? God help us. I don't know about forced gender change, but they are talking now about uh, forced sterilization of the Uyghurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that looks like that's, that's happening. Uh, this all is... Uh, this is all things that we should be talking about rather than talking about the look that Donald Trump gave Hillary and Hillary gave to him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, today's poll, are you surprised by Mueller's recommendation of no jail time for General Michael Flynn, the former national security advisor to President Trump? Did you pay attention to this today, Glenn? You, that, he, that there was no jail time? Recommenda- Mueller's recommendation. He recommended no jail time for yeah, Michael Flynn. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. No. Yeah. What about you? No, yeah. Chad. No, I mean, it's the equivalent of, uh, as, as Rudy Giuliani said, of spitting on the street. You know, yeah. why in the world are you going to do that to the guy? The guy's lost so much. Right. <laughs> uh, and remember, everyone, you can find Lauren now, Roaming Millennial Uncensored on Blaze TV. We're so, so excited to have you. And Chad, you are at Watch Chad. And why don't you plug what your ego mania? <laughs> I know. Plug your plug your. Uh, My email is chad at watchchad.com. <laughs> Wow. No, your show, but plug your show yeah. one more time. The Star Spangled Banner Comedy Tour. You can find my tour schedule on watchchad.com. Right here, Dallas-Fort Worth tomorrow night. And then we'll be in Vegas at Treasure Island on Friday night. The and you heard him oh. here. He's like, he's okay. He's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, he's kind of off air. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm waiting for my security to come pick me up and get me out of here now. So. All right. Thanks. See you. Thanks, guys, for Thank tuning in. Thanks, you. Thanks to you guys for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.